What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. All right. We are back with a, a new episode of He Said, Ella Dijo. Y tenemos invitada de honor. Everybody, all the rookie fans have been waiting for this moment. This is bring. like, this is rookie week. I Our know. guest today is... A dear friend, Melissa O'Neill, plays Lucy Chen on The Rookie. Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. We're so happy to have you here with us. So much to talk about. You have a bag of goodies, which makes me nervous because yeah, I feel like right? she probably what brought mushrooms. It? No, no, I didn't bring mushrooms, but here's the thing. I feel like you when, you tobacco? when you- I did. Did you bring tobacco? I was right. Why? I did bring tobacco, but what? as a gift for later, not for <laughs> oh. on camera. But no, what I brought is we've talked about it so many times. And, you know, I think that when you go to someone's home for the first time, you shouldn't show up empty handed. That's like a good nice. rule to have. And I thought that it would be really fun. Bring frog poison? To, to, no, no, Eric. No, to share together some Makuna. 
I brought the jar that you had, you had gave for my birthday. Well, that's and pre-made I didn't make makuna. It. It's pre-made even it's better. It's pre-made makuna. It's also got reishi and shilajit and cacao and maca. So these mushrooms cups? are like... A, I brought cups. Oh, uh-huh. you see? You okay, so if She's you could prepared. hold that. This is oh, from right. an incredible company that I love very much in LA called Moon Juice. And some of... My but I have a question for you. This was not you making this. is pre-made. You this can actually pre-made. buy it. Okay. This is the Makuna that I got for Eric and I got you guys these two. So you can oh, wow. share that for later. I am going to start so, eating right now. These are you should start eating right, right now. Yes. Moon juice. Listen, yeah. if there's one thing. You have to say, you have to tell uh, the, the listeners what is our Makuna story. So they put everything into context. Yeah, you're right. You're the first one that's gotten Roz high on something. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. No, it is. I got her drunk. I'm sure that's not true. No, it is. I got, sure that's not true. I got her drunk for the first time. She's on, been high on love. Yeah. High on love. Passion. I got her, passion. I got her high on Malibu rum with pineapple juice oh, okay. when we first met. So she got drunk on that. Oh my but God. you got her high on mung bean. Isn't that what this is? Makuna? Yeah. It's a bean. It's not a mung bean. What bean is it? It's it, it's another kind of a it's bean. similar. It's in the cacao family, um, but it has L-dopa, which is the precursor to dopamine, which is like that happy neurotransmitter. And so that's what um, you guys are going to love these treats. They're very it's healthy. Amazing. Yeah, this We're, is called a chocolate chocolate. You haven't had that one. Chaga You're going to love that one, Eric. I need to put Rosalind on Makuna twenty four seven, so she's happy all the time. I am happy all the time. What are you talking about? With me? I just express You're happiness happy different from you. Right, one. Give her the Makuna now. Oh, wait, you're eating a donut? This I is the best. I love this. Oh, wow, we got treats. We got Makuna. We got to get you guys set up. Melissa, <laughs> for the listeners so you know, on The Rookie, she is like our shaman. <laughs> she is like the rookie shaman. She's a, that's what she is, right? right? I mean, she's kind of like the rookie shaman. She okay. knows everything about potions, plants, uh, forest. Yeah. Forest treats. I don't know everything um, at, by any she stretch. Lives by a, a very large spiritual. Well, we all live through a spiritual, uh, you know, God for us uh-huh. and the beings. But like, she lives mm. through a, a journey through life that's on a higher plane than I think. Um, that's beautiful. I can wrap my head around sometimes. A higher oh, re- realm. Nice. Is that realm? Different, yeah. Different realm. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. Let's Hello? cheers. Let's cheers. Hold on. Let's Makuna cheers. Makuna Matata. Salud. Cheers. Oh my goodness. Mm. Mm. High, Cheers to life. Hi, on Makuna. Oh, that's oh, really, really nice. Good. Yeah, that's really, really good. good. So, Yum. Thank you, Moon Juice. Melissa O'Neill. Yes. Let's first start with oh, your past. past. Did you know? I mean, first of all, the accolades with you are impressive. She won Canadian Idol, won Canadian Idol, remind you, Broadway, actress on TV. Your whole life, did you know you wanted to be a performer? No, I I had some really amazing teachers growing up and I truly thought I was going to like be a teacher. Mm. You know, when you have people that are just so amazing in your life, you're like, if I could be half of what you are to me, I would be doing well. And I think my parents used to think that I was just like screaming in the basement when I would get upset, I was singing. <laughs> <laughs> and when Canadian Idol came around, they were auditioning at... Um, the Pengrove Saddle Dome, which is where all the hockey games were played. And I, my dad really wanted to go there. We never had money, so we didn't get to check out any hockey games. And he was like, you're always yelling. You want to go audition? And from that point on, like life was completely different. And even up until this job, I have felt like there's been kind of a wind blowing me to different places, to different cities. Like, 
I wouldn't have chosen to move to Los Angeles had I not booked this job. I wouldn't have chosen to move to New York. To pursue acting here, you wouldn't have done that? No, I don't think so. And I even had a manager that was like, come down here. I was like, I'm not going to chase a gig. You know, if a gig shows up and I move down there, then it will be clear that that's where I'm supposed to be. And, and, and here I am. Wow. Yeah. Do you like Los Angeles or is it not your jam? I think that it's been an interesting time to be in Los Angeles. You know, I moved here and I was really busy and then I got engaged and I was really immersed in a very specific kind of community. And then the pandemic hit mm -hmm. and almost everyone that I'm around, they're like married, they have family, they have kids, or they're like on the steps towards that. Mm -hmm. And I'm of that age range where everybody's kind of already immersed in their life and I uprooted into a different city. So it's... It's told, a beautiful place. She told me the other day she doesn't have any friends. That's not true. I didn't mean it like that. Aww. I don't have any I, said, I don't think that's true. I said, you have a lot of friends. <laughs> I do. You have a, a, good, a good handful in her new community here. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of them, I guess, are like older than you, a lot of your friends. Oh, right? I don't mind that. Most of you my know? friends are much older than me. I don't, yeah, I guess I don't You're have more of a homebody anyways. Like you're I'm a total hermit. About. You're not like I'm seeking, a total hermit. you know, the nightlife in LA. How could you even do that during the pandemic? True. I wouldn't have yeah. done it anyways. <laughs> I'm not like yeah. that. Yeah. That's true too. So you didn't chase the dream of coming down here. It happened for you um, with this show. Going after Idol did, I don't know, how does, how does that work? Are there like things like audition for Idol and you were like, I want to go do that. Or did somebody say, you need to go do that? For Idol? Yeah. Yeah, that was my dad. He just wanted to take me there. He just wanted to take you there to go, just give it a go. So he, could go, so he could go see the Saddle Dome. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you became the youngest winner believe, ever. Did they believe that you could? You had the potential to win it? Did they, 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 they ever it got, you? Once it got going, I guess. Okay. Yeah. When do you think it clicked that you had the potential to win it? Did you always know you had the potential to win it? Or did there like a moment where you're like, I got a real shot here? The only moment that I made a decision that I was like, I want this to be different is when I heard the song. I heard the song for the first time and I got excited. And I, I remember leaving and I said to my dad, oh no, we got back into the when car. When you say the song, you mean like the final like song? Like the final song okay. that they write. And I remember getting back into the car and all of the other uh, contestants were there. And I'm like 16 and I was just like, guys, I really want to win. And uh, everyone kind of was like, yeah, me too. I want to win too. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, but it was like, when I think back, it was like such an innocent moment. And it's felt like that, um, a lot in my path where things will just kind of be clear, like, oh, mm -hmm. now I'm going to go do this. And I imagine, I mean, you're both intuitive people. I imagine you guys have that feeling as well, where mm -hmm. it's like, I just know it's going to go, or I know this is going to be my job. Yeah. I know that my life is moving in that direction. Um, so I have a proposal. How do you guys feel about like, I know that guests, it's good, it's good to like talk with the guests about uh -huh. their stuff, but I also kind of like had questions. Yeah, ah! ask. Okay. <laughs> Go, we're open Roz, Roz and I are both like dog lovers. I know Eric's a dog yes. lover too, but you and I are kind of like obsessive it's about it. It's a different level of dog loving, you and me and Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And so my question, just so we can, I'm just going to like crack and break the ice okay. like really hard. Do you guys let the dog stay in the bedroom when you guys are being intimate? Yes. Um, yeah. They're in the bed. Do, yeah. on, on the, the bed? bed? No. No, on the bed. But no. you know what's funny? We used to have Jack. Yeah, he would get way Jack, too like excited. Yes. Oh. With us. Yeah. Jack is, was a Cocker Spaniel. It was like he was competing with me. It was really weird. Jack, yeah, listen, was really weird. Jack will get so horny. What? Yeah. yeah. In, like insane. While you guys were. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, that's no. horny. He like, needed to like, leave. like desperate, like a panic like attack. He likes what? Like, Yes, like, like he wanted was to be protected, like protective of you. I don't think so. I don't know what it was, but we're like, oh my god, Jack, stop, stop, stop! It's really he, hard, like, to focus yes. on what you're doing while you're like, Jack, stop. I know. <laughs> and then like try to stay in the moment and like try and enjoy it as a male in particular. A lot of pressure Jack to keep going. To and you're like, Jack, I've Jack, Jack. Listen to me. I mean Roz. I mean Jack. Guys, I mean Roz. Ew. 
Okay. Will you ever believe? And I swear to you, I don't know. I don't, am I making this up or was it a dream? I think it was true. I'm in Miami. I would used to travel with my dogs everywhere, right? Any job, they would travel with me. I'm in Miami at this hotel, and I'm not joking, Jack. There was a rock that was um, como paja. I don't know how to say it. Some material. We're not going to straw, be able to help you. like a straw, straw material. Okay, jute, sure. like jute. I don't know what's jute. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know what como okay. paja. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a rug made a rock. of something natural fiber. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. organic. And he was like laying, legs are back. Like in a really funny position, and he's rubbing, 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 and I'm like with with Jack friends. Jack was a go getter, and yeah, he was we're laughing, it. going, "Is not is it is it possible that he's actually like masturbating? Yeah, having pleasure. Yeah, and he ejaculated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he ejaculated. Yes. I wasn't ready for you to say yes. that. <laughs> it was really that I, I witnessed that with my own eyes with Horny Jack. Wow, yeah. so how crazy is that? Amazing. So they stay, yeah, they are in but the we'd room. We have to yeah. put Jack like we he'd have to be. It was yeah. You couldn't have him like go like, over too there. much. Okay, next question. Yeah, and the dogs now are in the room. And Bandit, he mm. might he not so bad. Bad. Not but. so much, but he has cocker also. Maybe it's a cocker spaniel thing. And he also kind of like looks, and he's kind of like uh, what he's is like sussing it out. <laughs> he's way yeah, too, he's like mom doesn't seem curious. to be in distress. She seems yeah. fine. <laughs> She's not freaking out. And okay. the Archie, the 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 Shih Tzu could care less. He's he's just like yeah. he's he's older, right? No, a little he's like bit, maybe not five. Much. Oh, 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 yeah, that's not older. Um, okay, so the other question that I came with was, <laughs> wow, sorry, I didn't mean to go there. I'm wondering if you guys could do a do-over, and I need to I need to concede here that this is actually a question from my neighbor, because I was like, I'm going to this thing tomorrow. I want to like ask them questions. And she's like, you should ask them this. Okay. And her question was, if you guys could do over your first date together. Okay. What would you do over? I know, and 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 you know, I know. There's the realm where you're like, I wouldn't do anything over because it's what brought well, us here today. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. if if you could, I don't remember. No, the first this date. is weird. We That's didn't really have. A what was first the first? Date. Oh, right, because you guys were like friends. We were friends. Yeah. We didn't really have an official yeah. first date. We mm. had a first getaway, which is why oh. I took you to Mammoth. No, Palm Springs was first. No, no Mammoth was first. I took you to Mammoth with the dogs. My aunt, uh, with all my dogs. Condo, yeah. I said, all I'll go. I realized I was in. I said, She's I'll like, go. I'll go, but I got to take the dogs. But That's, I have my, my three dogs. That is the condition, always. Yes. And I was yeah, like, yeah, I'll, I'll go, go anywhere, anywhere, but you need to, like, I have was dogs like, What do you me? mean? And I said, I'm not going to leave for a weekend without the yeah. dogs. I'm so sorry. So if you're comfortable, I'll be there. If not, then we can go. Yeah. And <laughs> I know you were probably like, I was stressed out. crazy stressed out. Yeah, I was stressed out because every time we leave, we gotta make sure where we're gonna put them and, mm-hmm. and the like, whatever. Thing. Then the second day but that we, we went away was uh, the Palm, Palm Springs, Springs, and this was funny. So the same thing. So we need to find. I want to be at the Parker. The Parker accepts dogs, so we're mm-hmm. fine. So he's mortified because I'm taking three dogs to and this hotel. my dog at, the, at this time too. So you we guys had, had four dogs. Four in dogs. Time. No, Morocco wasn't around. It was three dogs. No, it was three. No, yep. it was four. Uzo, Jack, Mota, and my and Lily. Yeah, it's four. It four. Oh my gosh. And I'll never forget because he's. And I'm sure you know this by now. Eric is like a stress case. You know, everything is like. <laughs> like that, right? Instead of just chill, it's not that big of a deal. So we get to, we freaking get to Palm Springs. At, at work, I'm not that way. Only at home. Is he or is he not? I'm not is super he a stress case? I think between the two of us, I'm the one that gets like kind of tight with under work the collar. Really? She gets more yeah, stressed yeah. tight under oh, the collar. Wow. I, yeah, I like things. I'm particular. Like with okay. the director, like she's the one that gets more stressed. Out. Yeah, especially okay. if like the lines don't make sense. Like I want it to make sense, and something. It's it, like it's it. fine. It's not fine. <laughs> okay. So the house is a stress case. Okay. Okay. I'm the one saying it's it's chill. Yeah. Anyways, Red he flags. has like we'll one one, one speed. Like Speedy Gonzalez at the house. Anyways, so we get. <laughs> we get we get to the hotel it's night so it's dark and then he got a room that the patio had like this big field it you was wanted all, the patio yeah the patio me, the grass. so it was all this grass right 
<laughs> Beautiful. Perfect for dogs yeah. because they can do whatever, right? Yeah. So... We get to the place and he wants them to have an, an leash. And I'm like, this is a beautiful property. Yeah. There's a lot of grounds. So let them be. Yeah. Let them be. Yeah. So we get, we check in at the, at the thing. I open the, the sliding door for them to go and go potty. Yeah. Right? So they go potty and they go poop. Immediately they run out. It's dark. They run out of the field. Taking <laughs> shits all over the place. Oh, and I'm no, like, Ross, Ross. But, but it's okay. I said, Eric, I'm oh going to get up early in the morning before anybody gets up. So gonna go out and I'm going to clean it up. It's okay. I can't see right now. Where yeah. I'll do it tomorrow morning. He died. Because there were poop? Because, because there was poop. they were pooping in the grass and people were walking out of their balconies. Nobody was going to walk. It was our balcony and our little area. Nobody was. It was your balcony. It wasn't a no, shared balcony. No, it was an it's it open was a, grass area. It was area. an open grass and so nobody was. So was like in that area nobody was have a around. patio that led to that grass. How late was it? Was anyone actually going to go outside at that no, time? No, it was late. No, first thing in the morning we want to sleep she in. She said she was going to get up first thing in the morning. She's not going to get up and do anything. But no, that's the meter of whether a guy is like really likes you. If he will go and pick up the poop. You did like her <laughs> because she said i'll like, go no. do it and then it's like right. eh, rah, rah, go to it. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. and it's like 10 in the morning remind this is before kids you just sleep in right at 10 in the morning people are going out to enjoy the pool stepping I, sh- I, I did. Okay, okay i maybe yeah. i got about 10 because i knew you picked it up already if i knew you, that was still there i would have Don't gotten up early yeah, i'll pick right, it up i'll pick it up i'm not gonna Whatever. do anything anyways that's when i realized he's a little intense and that's when i but realized like she's that. not doing <laughs> anything that she says she's gonna do she's not the picking up Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so I guess we could so redo those moments. What is moments. a redo? <laughs> those not, moments. Not bringing the dogs? Never. No, They're but not. No, you gotta bring the dogs. Yeah. Here's the redo. I wouldn't stress out about the dogs pooping and she would get her butt up in the morning. And I pick love it. that. Exactly. That's an amazing redo. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This prompted another conversation. So her and True um, on our show had this whole thing about like, okay, hey, if you have, what would be your red flag if a friend were to ask me about dating you, what would your personal red flag be that you'd be like, oh, this might be a red flag for somebody else. We're trying to like suss out, like are we each as individuals aware of our own things? you know. like, and it was very hard. Like I was trying to, and I no, was my no, no. Flag. This is what Eric said. Eric's like, Which you know, Eric's like, I think I would. I, I think I'm too helpful. You know, like I'm just like I'm. I'm just. I really do things for people too much. All the, too much. <laughs> I said, and I volunteer myself. That's a beautiful thing. You don't think so? <laughs> I go. I go. Ask my wife. She's gonna say I'm controlling. <laughs> that I do too much. I don't. I just don't let her be. I, I don't love try that to, you do too much. That means I don't have to do it. Then uh, you say I'm controlling. Just don't control me. 
Yeah. No, no, no. I hear what she's saying. Do you too know? much, but don't control me. Don't control me. It's different. Exactly. Or don't expect Walk anything. the tightrope of because what then, you're doing too much. Eric. Eric does a lot of things, which is incredible. So yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful testament of your character. But my love But then if he doesn't feel appreciated. No, appreciate it. Appreci- Great. Appreciation. Oh, no, affirmation. affirmation. Oh, the, the love language you like to receive. Because yes. obviously your love language. Act of service, goes, yeah, sure. yeah, So sometimes yeah, yeah. I tell Eric, don't do things expecting anything. I expect anything. So thank you. No, you expect everything. So then oh, you gets, expect to thank you and more? No, I yes. just I just want like to feel what? appreciated. No, no, no. Praise. How? Praise oh, 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 oh. oh my God! No, she's you like praise? That she's totally makes sense. I just want to be rewarded. <laughs> the internet's with, gonna freak out. They're like, we knew it. He loves to be praised. <laughs> I want to be rewarded with. This is very similar to Bradford. Right. Like Bradford, my whole life. All I want to do is be appreciated. Uh-huh. No, I just want. The big thank you, or like I appreciate you. Thank you for taking this out. You thank you to for be doing recognized. that. Recognize all the work I do. I have no problem doing it. Right. I don't expect it that all the sense. time. I just so, anyways. That I, I, I thought that was my red flag that you were gonna say like I'm red too controlling. Flag is that you, no, you give to be too your much? Red flag. Your, I don't know. Not that I give too much. That I I insert myself too much Got probably it. when yeah, I'm when it's do. not asked. You do. You do you express gratitude a lot? Like, is that something yes. that yeah you you you? Oh my you god! Oh my god! I say thank you all the time. <laughs> oh my god! I say thank you, sorry, all those things. Are you okay. kidding me? When all the time? Give me an example. Who says thank you more? I don't know. <laughs> Right, there's an answer. That's an answer of I'm not going to say you. Who says? I see, I see, I see, I see. Who says I'm sorry more? I don't know. Exactly. Amazing. I win that. Yeah. Okay, so All what's right. your red flag? I, I don't know. What's my red flag? <laughs> what is that to answer? <laughs> oh, that's a game. No, Melissa we're not allowed to. Yeah, he I can't tell never. you what your red oh, flag is. It's what, you, no. it's what I don't, your I don't, red flag is. I've never thought about my red flag. Yeah. Am I? I don't know. Am I ungrateful? Oh, wait. Here, I know, how about I know this? what they are, but... Let's like... So think about it this way. If you were your friend and you're like, yo, Rosalind's awesome. It's just... You should be careful about this. This is just like one thing. She's amazing. She's she's an amazing person. She's a little moody? She's a little moody. That's your red... Your <laughs> moody? Oh, my God. That's her red flag? The... <laughs> The most benign red flag of all her red flags Aww. that she could pick. That's oh, that's, that's sweet. Small. It's sweet. That you're moody. Not every guy is tolerant of that's moody exactly. women. Exactly. It's true. Oh, I, I don't know. What's my red flag? Am I? Let me see. What's my red flag? No, don't, don't, don't let, let Eric help. Do not let Eric when help. He can't red. wait to tell me what's my red flag. Yeah. <laughs> he can't wait. Cannot wait. While she's thinking, tell us what your what you said your red flag was. So she. Has oh man, idea. I have so many. <laughs> okay. um, I do. My but my red flags. I used to have a bad temper. I used to. I'm okay. very moody in a lot of different ways. And sometimes I think. But right now, my big red flag is like I. I go into crisis mode. So I'm like a doomsday thinker. Okay. Like at the first sign of trouble, a part of my consciousness is like, this isn't working. Mm. And that's really hard. It's hard to be in partnership with someone who's constantly jumping ship, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, so I definitely think that's one of my red flags. And then I think the other big red flag is I'm not sure if I'm totally available in my heart to like receive. That's a massive red flag. Why? It's not like outwardly. Well, that's a huge conversation. Ross. I mean, <laughs> we, like, come over oh, for tea, oh, honey, oh, and we'll oh, get oh. into it. We'll talk about our history, our parents. Um, but no, I. it's something that I'm working on. And a big part of all of the stuff that I get involved with, all of the healing mm-hmm. work that I'm interested in doing yeah. is is to investigate that and like try to unravel it so I can be in a natural state, which for everyone is loving and being receptive to love, but it's hard to do that. Have you ever done something called constellation? Oh, family constellation work. No. 
No. Do you know of it? Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. She's about to embark I'm on about it. To oh, that's it. exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. And I recommend you to, to watch a show on Netflix mm -hmm. from Turkey, uh -huh. a Turkish show uh -huh. called Another Self. Oh, yeah. That explains to you in a very soapy, because it's a TV show, you know, I think sure. it's eight or ten episodes. The girl is gorgeous, the lead girl. Um, three best friends, they have all kinds of issues and they're trying to navigate life and understand why are, Why did I get cancer and it's terminal mm. when I'm the healthiest person in the world? Mm, 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 why am I so unlocking love? You know, why, am, mm. why I have so many troubles? And it, a lot of times what people don't know is that it's ancestral. It's it, absolutely it comes ancestral. from your past. Mm -hmm. Your subconscious knows because it's like a little black box inside your head mm -hmm. that we can tap but your subconscious taps mm -hmm. into that and unless you do the work mm -hmm. like a constellation type of thing you mm. will go through life having all kinds of issues that you cannot um, yeah. solve yeah but once you have the awareness of oh this happened to my mom's mm. freaking second end you know what mm. i mean like whatever or it is. we do mushrooms there's many different yeah, pathways. There's many pathways, there's many pathways <laughs> yes. to healing. But many check pathways. Check it out. I'm, I'm almost yeah. done with the series. I actually enjoy it. You yeah. know, and it's fascinating. Do you know the group that you're going to be going in with? Who's I know the, be the lady being that is going to no. All it's called representatives, representantes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know them. It's a group of people that she is comfortable with. Good. Good. Um, I'm petrified, but I'm incredibly excited at the but same that's time. That's not like you're drinking anything, right? It's not like I no, lost zero, zero, zero. No, I mean... They might, but you no. don't, I don't think, right? No, zero. I don't no. think so. No, 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 no. I don't... No, 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 constellation kind of work doesn't work with psychedelics. No, no, um, no, not at all. Yeah, but but yeah, there are so many different... The family work that I've done has been with Hoffman Process. because I that? Hoffman Process um, is a method over the course of 12 days, you go into really deep, like kind of from, I don't know, like six to nine um, where you do really, really deep work around your family members. And the idea is that everything we do in life is to gain and receive love. And the ways that we learn how to gain and receive love is either by mimicking our primary caregivers, our moms and our dads, mm. or whoever was our primary caregiver uh -huh. to essentially be like, I love you. I'm going to be just like you. So you love me too. Mm. Or we rebel and we'll be like, what you do hurts me. I'm going to be nothing like you. So you know how much you've hurt me. So then you'll love me. But what that means is that we have a very specific and limited idea and way and pathway to gain and receive love because there's so many ways to walk and be in the world. And if you're only operating off of that specific set of patterns, then that's all you've got. So this program, after a lot of paperwork at the beginning of diving into your family history, you identify all these patterns, you identify how you're either rebelling or mimicking, and then you kind of undo that stuff because you can't step into sovereignty and out of unconscious behavior until you bring your unconscious into your exactly. awareness, right? And so a big part of that is like just doing that work, unraveling it and really healing your relationship with those people. So you're not carrying it forward. That doesn't mean you're not going to still have mm. the wound mm -hmm. that you suffered during that time, mm -hmm. but you're no longer pointing at that person and being like, you did this to yes. me. So it's a beautiful process. Can I tell you something? I'm going through this process because of this lady Mm. Um, she did something else. It was, a, it, was a, it was a Zoom kind of session. He makes fun of everything, and, and if I want to share it, I don't make he, fun of everything. He thinks it's ridiculous. He's actually whatever. kind of like Chinese in a lot of ways, because a lot of Chinese people are like, "Oh, that's woo woo. It's 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 too silly. That's it's too spirit. It's like it's that, too that's, that's all. It's yeah. too 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 too." That's we talked about this yeah. before. She had she she Anyways. stood on a piece of paper, and the energy of the paper told her if something was good or bad. This is something that you will. Oh, like muscle testing. Of course. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> okay, can you leave this or room? Like it's, it's called. It's called. It's called. He said, Melissa answered, yeah, and you don't have to. Be, you don't have to be part you of this two podcast could just go anymore. And fawn about all this stuff because this. I'm is starting a podcast with Melissa that is going to call called Juju. Fufu. What was it called? Juju stuff. Woo woo. <laughs> Woo woo stuff. Woo woo juju and juju. all the good and stuff. And I will and solve your life. And Makuna. Makuna. <laughs> With moon juice. And it's going to call moon juice. Yeah, I like it. I like moon it. Juice Anyways, or moon juice. I don't know how to say it. Said moon moon juice. No, I said, yeah, that's cool. Moon juice. No, moon juice. <laughs> moon juju. That's not cool. Anyways. Anyway, anyway okay, diggy, 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 diggy. I'm going through this thing, and this lady was has been so incredible. Because I started talking about, she's of course asking me, asking about my past and my history mm-hmm. and my relationship with my family. And mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to tap into my relationship with my daughter. That a lot of times I'm at a loss. Oh, very of cool. Why things are developing the way they are. Roz, that's amazing. It's amazing. And this woman dissected me. Is that a word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In two seconds. Based on what I said to her about my relationship with my mom growing up. Yeah. And she's like, if you can describe what you feel when you think about your mom, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Mm. And I didn't have an answer. Mm. After a long pause, she's like, I shouldn't do this, but intuitively, mm. this is what I think it is. And then she said the word and I passed out. Oh, wow. And everything like actually was, passed out? No, no, no. Like or I, just you were I, struck. I, I you were struck. struck. <laughs> I used that no, same no, no, I clar- I'm clarifying. I'm clarifying. <laughs> The best part about the whole conversation is that because in Melissa's world of all of the stuff that she does, passing out could actually happen oh, in like yeah. in no, like I what you're talking about. I threw yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, happens. That happens me. sometimes. You pass out. I know. So that's the best part. But in her world, that's just how she speaks. Okay, okay. Uh, that's how we speak. <laughs> Even our kids are like, "Oh, I ate this food. Oh, I passed out." They say that. They copy her. They say that. That's so funny. Anyways, I learned, I was like, oh my God, my entire, everything makes sense. It was so elemental and easy to digest. And I was like, brutal. Yeah. Hurtful. Yeah. Embarrassing. But I was like, okay. So she is mini me. She's doing to me what I did to my mom. Mm-hmm. The difference is I never had the will or the guts to tell my mom, this is how I feel and this yeah. is what I think about you. Yeah. Sabella does. But you know why? That's also... <sighs> she was my that's that's No, but that's also the days, the, oh, that's hard. the days of parenting, right? When we were growing up, you don't you, do you don't do that because you, you just be do oh yeah you don't have kids, kids nowadays, nowadays yes. have this empowerment feeling yes. like oh I can kind of say what I want and because can I tell you something I'm not really crazy? threatened by getting spanked yeah. you might just take something away can yeah. I tell you something crazy and I haven't even started doing the work you know what I mean she just identified this thing and I was like oh my god it makes sense she started explaining things I started thinking about my relationship with Sebi which mm. sometimes is it, it listen it's beautiful she's my daughter this girl is next level right yeah. but she's strong with me Mm. And now I realize it's, it's, she's me. It looks like me, walks like me, talks like me. You know, I don't see mm-hmm. it, but if I really look at it, I just go, it's me. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe she could tell you what your red flags are. M- probably. <laughs> yeah, I think she would in a heartbeat. She would. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that happened. And Sebi, I don't know if you have noticed this, right? We're going to continue because we butt heads a lot, you know? Mm. Um, but I can be sitting down. When was it? Yesterday she came from tennis, right? She sat on your lap. She gave you love. She walked in. But lately she's Did been that doing that more. Did that shock you? Yeah. Uh, oh my God. She came over. I'm eating. 
No, and she comes mm -hmm. over, she gets very close to me, she put her whole body on top of me, basically. Oh. Usually it's sat, Yeah, sat on my lap, and I'm oh. hugging her, and I didn't say anything because I don't want her to feel like, you yeah, know, like, like don't, don't scare it away. But, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't look I at know. it. I but I was like, I was like, I don't remember the, her doing this unless I said, Sebi, come over here. Yeah. I give mommy a hug. I'm, I need a hug so badly. Come give me a hug, mommy, please. Yeah. You know, I'm always reaching and, and trying. Mm. And this time, it just came out of nowhere. And she was so loving. And she's been so loving and so like my friend, she, like she, my buddy. She has a lot. Really lately. weird. Lot. That's amazing. And I just go, Do her how hair, crazy. Doing this and that. How spiritual work uh, changes everything. Yeah. It's insane. It's really, I wouldn't, you know, in that conversation, and I won't go all the way into that because it might be a different, a different podcast. Yeah. But, <laughs> The fact that you've taken the initiative to to start this type of healing process and in the astral, you've basically made this soul agreement like, hey, I'm interested in changing this pattern. Yeah. I'm interested in, in doing the work and being a different kind of person for my lineage, for my yeah. daughter so that she can be different with her children. Mm -hmm. Like that is massive, massive work that you're doing. And it would not at all be beyond the realm of you know comprehension to see how her soul would have a recognition of that yeah. and be softening to you for mm -hmm. some reason that has nothing to do with what you're actually doing with her in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. And, you know, you didn't share what that woman spoke about as far as what she was recognizing in you. Yeah. And I just hope that the peace, whatever that was that you're feeling embarrassed mm -hmm. about, I hope that mm -hmm. you can be gentle on yourself. And like, yeah. there's no shame in anything that we experience. And mm -hmm. my mom and I had like a crazy crazy relationship and a big thing for her because she ran away from home when she was like 18 oh, and wow. her mom basically cursed her and was like you're gonna have a daughter and you're gonna suffer the way i suffered when you left me like this oh my goodness. and sure enough i was the big fat accident and i left home when i was 17 i was oh. gone and just like it wasn't even a conversation and my mom just was like i knew this was gonna happen oh, it was like wow. devastating um but yeah Families are a trip. It's so cool that you're doing that work. It's yeah. so hard. Lonrae came for tea this morning and all we talked about was family. Really? Yeah. With who? Lonrae is the director we just had. The one that we started talking about the Eight Dates book. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah she's yeah. actually read as well. Lonrae is oh, the one that told me about this book. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is it worth it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so, I mean, I think all of this stuff from Gottman is really useful, especially because for those of us who are like really critical thinkers mm -hmm. and who want empirical data, it's all there. Like they've been studying relationships in so many different settings for the better part of, I think it's like two decades at this point. Okay. And they, did you tell her the part of how they predict divorce? No. They can predict divorce with like almost a 94 percentile oh, of goodness. accuracy. Oh, wow. Well. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, a, like an actual science for love. Yeah. So she had the director over for tea, which she's been dying to do a tea for you guys. Thing for us, which okay. is a whole... So what is a tea thing? Okay, so tea gathering and the way that I've been studying it, I love tea and I want to like just briefly say that I know very little about it. I'm very early in my journey, but I love sharing this leaf. It's a plant medicine. It's Carnelius anensis, and it's a very gentle heart medicine and it comes from all of these living tea trees. These tea trees are like hundreds of years old. They're mm -hmm. not they're not cuttings, they're seed propagated. And they've been tended to by farmers who care about the terrar, which is like the environment, the rain, the soil, like everything about this. And so when you imagine having, like just even think about the food that you consume when it's being tended to from the point of germination of that seed, that food hits you different. It's mm -hmm. like a spiritual experience okay. to have that kind of a meal. And essentially you sit in silence together 
and you drink tea. And for a lot of people, it's an opportunity to really bring their awareness and their focus into one thing because it's right there in front of you. And in that spaciousness, you can feel how your brain is like churning. Like when was the last time you sat and did nothing for an hour? Like truly. How long is a tea ceremony in in total generally? Generally, it can go anywhere from like 45 minutes on the earlier side to like 90 minutes. Um, But a really interesting thing happens when you're sitting at rest and there's something to focus on. And then you're bringing in this really gentle plant medicine into your body. What arises for you to observe is actually like permitted to be seen because you're not doing anything else. Like there's actually spaciousness to allow your thoughts to come up without them being interrupted. Two questions. Is it like a psychedelic? Is it altering your neurological system? No, No. not at all. I mean, unless we were to drink like a GABA oolong, but and the only way that would kind of change, you know, GABA theanine, have you heard of that supplement? That's like a natural supplement you can buy at at CVS and it kind of helps your body relax and go to sleep. Um, But outside of that, like the teas don't, they're not psychedelic in any way. Okay. What um, do you have to do with people? If it's just about being silent and looking in, why yeah. do you have to be surrounded with people? You don't. Well, she does it all the time. I do it alone. Every you morning. do it alone. Every I do morning. it alone okay. a lot. But okay. there's something really special about being in a group and everyone sitting together silently. Everyone's focused in their own process. And then the spaciousness that opens up after sitting together Think about how everyone is harmonized on the same frequency. So on the other end of the spectrum, you have like going to a club or a bar and everyone's drinking alcohol. Can you imagine being the one guy that's sober? You're not on the same frequency as them. Uh And so in a tea sit, everyone kind of gets like deeply rooted into the earth. You notice your heart space in a big way. And all of a sudden you're thinking slower, you're talking slower, you're moving slower. The stuff that comes up, like people, people like their bodies feel better for some reason. There was a woman that like just broke down and started crying because she didn't have pain in her hip for the first time mm-hmm. in like a year. Like everyone has this their own journey with it, but um, yeah, that's that's something to discover for yourself. But it's a very safe space and it's not yeah. at all psychedelic in any way. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. 
In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we, we're going to do another podcast and we're going to do a tea session. It's not going to be that experience because we're not going to be silent, but we just want to Where are we going to be silent? Because we're going to, people want to hear us talk. It's going to be a podcast about silence. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. No, we'll do the tea. <laughs> we'll do tea. We'll do and tea then and then, then have the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I thought it was going to be about like, Glad like, let's, no, like, How let's talk about the tea? experience of like, 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 she will give you, like, give us stories about things that she's done with the tea no, no, and no, things no. like that. No, 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 no. 
I mean, no. I won't be here for that episode, but I no, think it'd be really cool. Tea. Like we can have no, tea, we have and then to you guys go can do tea, and then we talk about the tea. yeah. If you Got want it, to. about what happened, if okay. you want to. So you might not want to talk about it. We can go to her house, but we can we gotta figure out the the tea space. And then we'll do mushrooms I'm too, after that. I'm too heady and I'm too like, we'll like, to and, like impatient. I don't know if I can sit down for 90 minutes and Are do nothing. Are you going to do mushrooms? We're going to go from tea to no. mushrooms. Eric, yeah, Eric was telling me that you were thinking about engaging with psilocybin. About what? what? With, with like maybe potentially meeting with psilocybin. What's that? A mushroom um, from, the, from the Netflix documentary. Yeah. No, I was fascinated by the documentary. I yeah. believe in all of it. And our I friend think the other day incredible. was just telling us about mushrooms I just, have, mm-hmm. I, I just have an issue with... What if I never come back? What if I come back? I'm, I'm so my my mind is so altered, neurologically what or whatever, or subconsciously or spiritually that I just that I just go on a trip and I don't come back. Where would you go? I don't know. <laughs> so so out of space. <laughs> so I don't know where I'll go to. You know what I mean? That I just I just feel. We're both Not similar in this, in this regard. I don't know how to explain it. We're to be both similar in this regard. We're very no, much control be, freaks when it, it comes f- to ourselves. Yeah, it can be scary to feel like, oh, I'm going to lose myself uh, and who I am. And like I have no control yeah. of what my mind is yeah. telling me. I, it will freak yeah. me out. Well, that's if you're operating under the assumption that you think you're already in control of what your mind's telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I am very much convinced. <laughs> She's convinced of it. Red flag. But <laughs> she, oh my god! She, our friend yesterday, we were at a at a photo, a, an interview thing that she was doing, and I participated. My in manager it, in for it. the Latino market that does everything. And he was like, "Oh, I've done mushrooms." He's done the same as this, same as her. They're probably two peas in a pod, Joe and her. They've mm-hmm. done all the same stuff. But Lives in Mexico. They, yeah. uh, he's done ayahuasca, all that stuff. And, okay. and he was like, oh, no, I, I would not compare ayahuasca to, to mushrooms. Mushrooms, he's the like, same. they're the exactly. best. He's like, that's just an amazing he experience of opening your mind. Yeah. And yeah. he started speaking very highly of the experience of what it does to your mind. Yeah. I mean, you know what? For some people, what's really helpful for them, if there's a curiosity, this is the beautiful thing that we were talking about earlier about how there's so many paths for different people. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's feeling called to psychedelics. It's a powerful medicine and it will alter you. You can't unknow things about the the mystery of the universe. If, I, if there's anything that I feel truly altered about after having engaged with psychedelics, aside from all the healing that I've received that I'm really grateful for, is that, oh, yeah, the world is so much more magical and mysterious than I could have ever possibly mm-hmm. have imagined. And I know that you have a touchstone to that already. And you're yes. like, I don't need to like see that to yeah. know it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that psilocybin connects, has connected me to the feeling of pervasive like love, that actually that experience of God that people talk about is one and the same with the vibration of what we would, the best word we have for it in English is like love and peace. Um, And it's through the doorway of psychedelics that I've had an easeful experience to touch that and to have an experiential knowing of it, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just something I've read from a book. but again, it's not for everybody and that's yeah. okay. It, it's harder to avoid now because everyone's talking yes. about it, everyone's doing it. Yes. But I think it's really wise to honor your own intuition. Mm-hmm. And a teacher that I love very much, he once highlighted for me, like it's different if your discernment that is grounded in your heart is saying, no, thank you, that's not for me. And it's something entirely different if your body is going, I think I'm supposed to do that, yeah. but I'm afraid. 
that's something to investigate. Yeah. You know, like, am I operating from a place of fear? What am I actually afraid of? What am I, I am attached to? from a place of fear, for sure. Because if you yeah. ask me, if we had this conversation five years ago, I'd be like, absolutely not. My body's very virgin. I have never done drugs or alcohol. I don't smoke. I'm like so clean yeah. that I'm not going to do anything that is going to alter anything. Yeah. No. Now, I don't know if it's through life experiences or people that come into our lives. Like, now, my jaw in, hurts, in, my back hurts, <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> I can't sleep. Right. I'm tired of doing I'm tired unison. Of this. I'm tired it's of bothering that. my stomach. I need some mushrooms right now. My husband drives me crazy. I yeah. might try mushrooms. I might try. No, but what I'm saying is like before I was like, no, now I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm ready for um, constellation. Yeah. My, I want it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm so curious about it. Yeah. Doing mushrooms and doing things like that, I'll be petrified, but now it's not like five years ago that I'm going never in my life. That's unnecessary, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm going, I wonder if life is just, you know, when God keeps sending you lifeguards, you know, and you just dismiss yeah. them. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's just God or spirit or whatever you want, or my angels, whatever. Yeah. Just going, I'm just going to plant this little seed over here. And then you're going to say no, but maybe the next time that I'm going to plant it, that's here, right. you know, so that's right. I, I don't know exactly what's happening. I do know that I'm in this, the middle of this search at almost 50 years old. Mm. I don't know exactly why, mm. right? But I'm learning and I'm open and I think is, and I think is amazing, you know, and anything that you do to elevate your soul and your life mm -hmm. and as a human, mm -hmm. I think is a, it's a beautiful thing. That's why when you make fun of me, I just go, I'm just. I don't make fun of you. I just don't stand on paper and rock back and forth. And it was, and and it was incredible. <laughs> I believe you. And you know what's sad? I, I you know accept what's sad? your truth. I you just, know what's sad? I, what the lady said, the meaning of what your body's doing, even mm -hmm. though you're not telling your body to do that. Yeah. This is what's going to happen with that project. Because I did it for oh, two projects. You know what I said? You interesting. Know, and she's like, write the name of the project. It's like an oracular method. Yes. Okay, cool. Just stand on top of it and then just... Go to do completely dual duality, you know, and yeah. just be centered. Nothing happens, and your body's gonna react a yeah. certain way. You yeah, know? if it's grounded, if you don't move, while you're like holding the question. Yeah, exactly. And you're just looking cool. at nothing. I'm not trying to move. And it was like somebody, like a force. Yeah, I became basically waves. Yeah. My body was going like that, and I'm thinking, I wish like, I would have seen this. Am I tripping? Like, am I tripping? I'm going. This is not possible. I'm not trying to move. Yeah, you know. And the two things, the, exactly what she said was going to transpire, not even what she said, mm. exactly what the movement yeah. said was going to transpire is exactly what's happening. Oh, this is a really beautiful uh, parallel. So that feeling that you're talking about where I'm not doing anything, but I'm focused on holding a question and standing on this paper, yeah. and then something happened. That's similar to me structurally as what tea space is. Okay. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to drink this tea. When the bowl comes in front of me, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to drink it. I'm not going to do anything else. And then, and then something happens. Yeah. And something enters, you know, not psychedelically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> I am no, You know what I'm struggling with? That maybe you have a, maybe you, maybe you'll have not an explanation, but maybe you'll have a, an opinion that might help me. When I came to the city at the beginning, um, the first three or four years, I used to go to this church. It's not a church. It's a congregation called Agape. I'm sure you know about Agape. Oh, no, I don't. Agape is like non-denominational. You know, oh, everybody's oh, 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 oh. It's about, it's, it's metaphysical. You I know, see. it's a beautiful place. Michael Beckwitz. If you, have you seen The Secret? The, the special, oh, The Secret? yes. He's sure. an African-American with the braids, mm -hmm, very mm -hmm. well-read and incredibly well-spoken. Mm -hmm. So he's the, not a pastor, but he's like the head of yeah, the congregation. Like the minister. The minister. Yeah, the place yeah. is magical. Yeah. To be honest with you, the music, I mean, the most incredible singers. I mean, it, the place is magical. Mm. Um, but it's not a Christian place. It's non-denominational. Yeah. They, they believe spirit. in the higher power. It's yeah. spirit. Yeah. 
And I used to go, um, and it's crazy because when you go to Agape, it's almost like whatever the, the, the topic they choose, it's like they're talking to you. It's exactly mm. what you needed to hear. And it will, every Sunday I'll be like, how the heck this motherfucker knows that I, that I needed to hear that? You know mm. what I mean? It's like weird because I'm going, it's exactly what I'm going through, mm. like mystical type mm. of thing. I used, I have a good friend from Puerto Rico. He was my hairdresser, um, transgender. I mean, like a very complicated human being that became a born again Christian Stop being a woman. Now he's back to being a man. Anyways, but very in tune with spirituality. Mm -hmm. Like dreams about things. Very powerful. Mm -hmm. But with an incredible fear of God. Because, you know, like very born again Christian. Like hallelujah. Pentecostal I type see, of thing. I and I used to go to church with him. And I was always so overwhelmed about seeing people speaking in, in tongues in front of me. Mm. I thought that experience was so freaking surreal, you know. Mm. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm going to laugh. But it was really powerful. Mm. Anyways. I'm here in LA. I'm going through a divorce. I'm freaking miserable. He comes to visit me, right? And I was so excited to take him to my church. Mm. It's like, I want to take you to Agape. Your hairdresser friend. Yes. I want to take you to Agape. It's incredible. The music is beautiful. I need you to come with me. And he was kind of hesitant because he's like, is it Christian? Is it, is it? And I'm going, well, it's, it's everything. Anyways, I take him halfway through. He's all, you know how people that are Pentecostals, they go to church and they're dressed to the nines. He looks so beautiful. He was in a suit, right? Yeah. Um, and we get there, and not even 15 minutes into it, he has he gets a massive headache. Mm. Massive headache. And he's like, I need to get out. I need to leave. This place is not from God. This is the devil tempting. And I was like, well, oh, 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 what do you mean? Right? So we left. Now I'm shaking because I'm going, oh, my God, am I doing something wrong? Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I grew up super Catholic. Sorry, God. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, mm. I love it when I come here. Mm. Shortly after that, I have a dream with Michael Beckwitz, the minister, that I'm at this big event and he's sitting down and he goes, Rosalind, come over here. And he sits me on his lap and starts trying, like, trying to touch me and like, like finger like bizarre. And I'm looking at him going, what are you doing? And he goes like, try to say something. Yeah, go say something. They're gonna believe you. They're not gonna believe you. They're gonna believe me. Say something. <laughs> and I woke up going, oh my God, mm. like a horrible nightmare. And I couldn't go back to this day. Mm. to that place mm -hmm. but i sent you something today about michael beckwitz because i think he's brilliant and he will he talks about manifestation and spirituality i think he's a brilliant man i saw a clip today with him doing an ellen show mm. talking so eloquent and so beautiful and i sent it to you about manifestation and i'm so torn Me because there's a part of me that will like not to go back to agape i want to study him again because I think it's at a different level. Maybe you know? just at that point in your life, you weren't ready to receive that. But why do I have a dream? That so was a disgusting. Long time ago, that was a long time ago. There's, like, is this God this protecting me? This is a heavy me? conversation that we may not be able to finish I right know, now. Sorry. That was a very big topic. Well, okay, to we're not going to have a fun. I mean, you're going to have to wrap this up in a different way, but I want to yeah. like briefly just like. There are non-dual teachings that are really important, right? And it's Im important when we're navigating through our spiritual journeys to be as benevolent, neutral, and equanimous as possible. Labeling things bad, good, that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean there aren't dark energies out there. Mm -hmm. Or you could see it as tortured souls, tortured spirits, right, who are suffering. And so, you know, from a Buddhist perspective, you want to have compassion for those people. That's another conversation. However, when beings have accumulated a great deal of spiritual power, one of the things that I've learned and something I love about Eastern traditions is that they have a really strong hold on humility and the importance of it. Because as you gain spiritual power, knowledge, 
your there's a righteousness that comes with it, right? There's a mm. permission that comes with it. And if a person isn't also anchored in humility, then the shadow aspect of all of that power can come into play. I've also in like investigated spiritual lines that I feel really drawn to and then have terrible dreams about oh, them really? and then do research where I'm like, what the hell is going on here and discover a lot of darkness. And I'm like, I have no interest in going there, but I received so much from the teachings. Okay. And what I think is a beautiful takeaway is like, people are not perfect. There's always going to be incredible truth that is flowing through a person. But at the end of the day, that's human being. Nobody's perfect, but it sparked a light of interest in you. You're really interested in manifestation. Mm -hmm. That's such a gift. Nobody, including an imperfect teacher, can take that away from you, this spark of curiosity. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of people teaching manifestation. You don't have to just learn it from him, you know? And right. you should explore that because anything that like does that with your heart that's connected to spirit, that is a recognition. That's like a soul level recognition. That's your spirit going like, oh, I think that's a tool for me. Mm -hmm. You know, the same way that you're like mushrooms, constellations. Like that is, that's obvious <laughs> that that's for you, you know, but I'm sorry. That's a scary dream. Anyways, yeah, it doesn't mean it's, uh, we're not talking bad about that individual. No, we don't I know think for, we don't know for a no. fact by any means. Yeah. He just had incredible. A, yeah, yeah he just and I think he has odd... healed and helped thousands of people. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Like it's amazing. a bad dream. It's a bad, it was a bad dream, but it's a bad dream that to this day, I just go, I think about it often and just go, what happened yeah. to Michael? Why did he touch me? It's the weirdest well, thing. Well, he it's didn't. Weird thing. <laughs> Let's continue to not say his name and say he touched you. He did not. It was a trick. That just, didn't happen. I love this, Mike. I just did it, like a Dave Chappelle, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> there was Anyways, do you love the rookie? Do you love the rookie? We had to wrap this up Anyways, with Chenford, 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 Chenford. <laughs> Hashtag Chenford. In one minute, uh, wrap watch up the, the show. Rookie. We premiere on Sunday the 25th, I believe is what it is. Don't cut to me. Um, and uh, Melissa. Makuna. Makuna Matata. Shaman Melissa will. Whatever. I no, hope that you've enjoyed uh, your ride where the wind has blown you onto the rookie. Can't wait for the wind to blow you into my tea space. <laughs> and oh then we God. will be in your tea space soon. It'll be special. Um, we need a part two for sure for so being, we can talk yes, about the rookie. We, we, will, we, will, we, will, we will have to talk about the rookie in part two and we will follow up with our tea they're ceremony. They're going to blame it on me. Um, yeah. They're going to blame it on me. Rosalind didn't want to talk no. about the rookie. Another red no, flag. you know no. where it went off the tracks was when I was uh -huh. like, you let the dogs in when you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, you guys are like Canadian idols. I was like, no, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when you're having sex, right? So do you guys um, like let the dogs stay? Wow. All right. We will oh pick up God. with another episode Anyways, of Thank you for having me. Melissa. We love you. This was great. This Until was so next fun. time. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Dijo or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos 
para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math and Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.